Welcome back to Mask Your Ash. I'm your host, Michael Prisdale, and today we have got a Cuban cigar. So, Cuban cigars, right? The forbidden fruit. This is the first one that we featured on the channel, and it's one that's near and dear to my heart. Romeo y Julieta, it is the first cigar that I ever smoked. It wasn't a Cuban cigar. It was one that was manufactured in the Dominican Republic because back in 2002, 2003, that's uh, what I was able to get my hands on and it was gifted to me at a event. And the person who gifted it to me, they were like, hey, have you ever had a cigar before? And I'm like, no, I've never had a cigar before. And they're like, okay, well here, try this. This is a Romeo y Julieta and it will, you know, it will take you to a completely different level and experience of relaxation and zen. They were 100% right, and 15 years plus later, I am now uh, the host of a cigar channel that pairs with spirits. So go figure, right? Uh, this particular Vitola that we have here is the one of the newer releases from the Cuban line of Romeo. It is the Wide Churchill. And this particular wide Churchill comes in, like most Romeo y Julietas, a fancy dress box, as they're called. Dress box just means that they have embossed the wood with uh, logos and different descriptions, and then obviously the um, Made in Cuba hologram and logo. Beauty of Habanos, or Cuban cigars, is that they always let you know what the box code, the factory, and kind of a rough date or estimate. These were rolled and made in 2020. So as we sit here, this is April, ABR. So this is April of 2020. We have a little bit over a year and a half age on them, which is always a good thing with Cuban cigars. Some people, they talk about uh, Cuban cigars getting sick as they get transported and moved across different countries and stuff. This is the official Habanos SA print. Yeah, this is my, there you go. <clears throat> this is just a Boveda and then 25 cigars all sitting comfortably in there. I removed the cedar that normally come with the cigars, but they're all in there. Whoops, sorry about the mic check. I always find a way to hit that thing. I removed the cedar just because of the fact that I wanted to show the cigars inside the box, but there's, so full disclosure, I've already smoked two, I've already smoked one of the rows of the cigars. I smoked, I think two or three of them on my birthday alone. So yeah, we're, the stock is dwindling fast over here at the Master Your Ash studio. All right, so we're gonna cut it and then we're gonna jump into it. The Romeo, Y Julieta, Wide Churchill. This is a newer Vitola expression from the company, as I mentioned before. It uh, was part of a Grand Reserva release in 2015, and now is in kind of a regular production. So this originally started off as a Limitada. They said initially that for the Grand Reserva release, the tobaccos in the blend had already been aging five years. So. These in the standard release um, could be five-year-old tobaccos. They could be a little bit uh, less age on them. But as I said before, we opened up the box. We already come with a year and a half age. So 
any transitional sick period in getting the cigars from Cuba over to here. And I, I posted a video talking about my trip to Cuba and kind of some of the things that I saw, some of the things that I experienced, Havana Club obviously, the cigar shops, so on and so forth. So this particular one comes from the uh, Vuleta Abjado region of Pinar del Rio, which is the western province in Cuba. And it's one of the most famous cigar fields and tobacco fields in the whole entire world, Pinar del Rio. So, fantastic place. I actually took an excursion to Pinar del Rio to check out the fields. And unfortunately, it was on my second to last day in Cuba and I got food poisoning. So the excursion was cut short and I do not have very many photos of that experience. But, uh, you know, it, it's one of those things, I'm sure I'll make it back there at some point in my life and it's definitely on the list. Five and one eighth Robusto size with a 55 inch ring gauge. So a little bit bigger than the traditional Robusto, more inside of the Toro kind of size. And also slightly larger ring gauge than a traditional Churchill as well. Wide Churchill, right? They came out with the Petite, the short Churchills. Those are a little bit smaller versions of the Churchills. This is a wider, bigger ring gauge Churchill. And obviously with um, how into Cuban cigars America is, and with how into larger ring gauges America is, I chose the spirit that America is really into right now, and that's Japanese whiskey. So, the Nika Coffee Grain Japanese Whiskey. What are we looking at here? Well, first off, why is coffee spelled with an E-Y instead of an E-E? -E? Simple reason. Aeneas Coffee was the inventor of the coffee still. They have a photo of it on the back of the bottle that you can see right here. This is a continuous column still. And uh, Matsutaka Takitsuru, the creator and uh, founder of Nika and Takitsuru, for those of you that are out there and are Japanese whiskey purveyors, he traveled to Scotland and actually shipped back the first two coffee stills to Japan. So the first two coffee stills that ever landed in Japan in 1963 and 1966 are because of Takatsuru. And he is one of the two fathers, him and Yamazaki, of Japanese whiskey. They both traveled to Scotland, they both learned how to distill whiskey from Scots, and then brought back that information and that knowledge along with the technology, having the stills, to create Japanese whiskey. And this is just a fantastic expression of Japanese whiskey. It is super floral whiskey, really, really nice honey, heather notes, traditional kind of Speyside Highland malt notes of a Scotch whiskey, but in the Japanese sense. There's also different barrels that are used through Japanese oak, like Mizunara cask, and uh, different ways to, uh, to age Japanese whiskey. The new laws state that Japanese whiskey has to come from 100% Japan made products. So there's no more importing whiskeys from various countries and rectifying them in the next couple of years as those laws get um, initialized and instilled in the country. But the nice thing about Nika is, is that 100% of their whiskey is made in Japan. So. Fantastic sweetness, great expression of a single malt. And that's beyond Japanese single malt, that's in any single malt. So we'll just lightly toast up this Romeo that I think, this white Churchill that is going to pair exceptionally well with this whiskey. 
think we're gonna have a slight touch up. Going into the aromas. Uh, you know you're smoking a Cuban cigar, right? The initial aromas of barnyard, hay, and I don't mean barnyard in terms of like super manure, but there's like a slight hint of it. There's this grassy mineral, you know, component to it that lets you know that you're smoking a premium Cuban cigar. Romeo y Julieta is one of those brands that they have this mystique about them. Their Churchills are always some of the highest rated ones in all of Cuba, and that's an exceptionally long smoke. And they're fairly consistent all the way through with the majority of the cigars that they blend. Um, most of them are super duper light, medium body at the most, very creamy, very smooth, a little bit of charred wood, some spice, maybe on like the second, third, but overall just very consistent, very smooth. Uh, great to enjoy at any time of the day, whether it's like your morning smoke, whether it's something that you're having on the golf course, whether it's something that you know, you, you're going to start the night with or conclude the night with. I mean, these are the epitome of a lot of cigar lovers kind of go-to smokes. And I think that the Y Churchill fits right in with a lot of the, the other expressions that Cuba's come out with as like kind of this great everyday smoke. Now, in the States, we talk about forbidden fruit, and we talk about the fact that, you know, they're very hard to procure. With all of that being said, they are not impossible to procure. Some friends of mine trade Cubans. Um, they've amassed over the years. And I, I've gone through and I've been able to purchase some directly from Cuba while on, while on vacation there. And I think that there's obviously a certain amount of it where it's forbidden fruit and we seek it out so much because of the fact that it's something that we're told that we can't have here in the States. However, there is something to be said about the fact that the soil, the tobacco that's grown there is the birthplace of premium cigars as we know it today. And that the majority of the Dominican, Ecuadorian, Honduran, and fantastic tobacco that's grown in Nicaragua are from direct descendants of Cuban lineage, are from Cuban seed, right? Or hybrids thereof, of Cuban seed or of Cuban tobaccos. So my little rant today is just that they, they are put on a pedestal, Cuban cigars, what I'm referring to, for good reason, right? Yes, are there quality control issues? Absolutely. When you look at a box of Cubans, you can probably tell with some brands, not all of them, but some wrappers are slightly lighter and slightly darker than others, right? Like, this is a very, very dark wrapper. This is a very light wrapper, okay? Construction-wise, quality-wise, if you're buying premium Cuban cigars, they, they should mostly burn all pretty uniform and well. Um, as far as how they feel, as far as like the sponginess and the textures of them, um, the, most of the time you're going to be fine. In a box of 25, you'll, you'll probably only have one or two at the most that are give you any issues. And I feel like as far as defective 
cigars go or cigars that don't have as good of quality control, you know, you can almost experience that with any brand. I smoked a cigar last night. It's a 50th anniversary cigar, celebrating a cigar shop. I'll release a video on it soon. But that particular cigar that I had gotten, just ended traveling from Arizona to Nevada, because my friend was over in Arizona and picked me up a couple of sticks. It wasn't ready to be smoked. Now, I know that that's not the cigar's fault. I know that somewhere along the way, whether it sat in the car too long, whether it was too hot when I grabbed it here in Las Vegas or something like that, the cigar needed to rest for a couple of weeks, maybe a couple of months, and then I'll revisit it, right? So same thing with Cubans and the whole sick period thing. Sometimes you just need to feel them, you need to smell them, you need to make sure that everything is ready to be smoked. So I just want to touch on that point that quality control wise, it might not always be as good as the premium cigar manufacturers in the Dominican Republic or Nicaragua. However, overall, you can expect that most of the Cubans that you come around, if they are authentic, legit Cubans, they're going to burn, smoke, taste wonderful. Getting back to the pairing. So, Cuban cigar, very, very light spice, very sweet cream, a little bit of pepper towards the second third. Moving into the third, it, it, it kind of matured into like this peanut, almost almond, marzipan kind of flavor. That particular spice and, and flavor is just, it transports you, or it transports me at least, back to Cuba. It transports me to almost every Cuban cigar that I've ever smoked before. I know that I'm smoking a Cuban cigar. I know that it's wonderful. And with uh, Nika Coffee Grain, it's also such a pleasurable whiskey, such a smooth whiskey to enjoy. I think that the two of them pair together so tremendously well. And I think that um, this particular whiskey comes in at 45% alcohol by volume, 90 proof. You're looking between probably $55 to $70 a bottle. The Romeo White Churchill is going to be right around $13 a bottle, or $13 a bottle, $13 a cigar, uh, $25 in the box, so about $330 for the box. And I think that if you're getting these two at those prices, you, you have a complimentary pairing every day of the week. Thank you so much. Please feel free to look us up on Instagram, at Master Your Ash. Leave a comment, a like, a subscribe below. Let us know if there's a pairing that you would love to see in the future. And also, if you would like to take a look at our newsletter, we're releasing that every single month with more information about Master Your Glass, Master Your Ash, and all the different related topics on spirits, cigars, cocktails, and everything in between.